I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. Nothing was blocking me. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. This type of filmmaking never breaks. If you guys are struggling with breaking into strategic OEMs and you're in manufacturing or industrial marketing and sales, then on this episode, I'm gonna go through some tips and strategies on how I think you should do it to be effective. So you've got strategic OEMs that you're going after. You're trying to be added as a supplier, whether you are supplying injection molding services. I always go to injection molding because that's what I spent a decade in. Or you're in machining or robotics or integration or something like that. Or you make, you know, airplane seats and assemblies and stuff like that. Regardless of what it is, you have a manufacturing service, an industrial service, and you are trying to break into those OEMs and you're coming up with struggling to get through, which is super common. So the issue that I've seen is that step one is you have to make sure that your strategic list is built out. So who are you trying to go after? If you don't know who you're trying to go after, if you're like, dude, I wanna go after these large companies, I wanna go after these large OEMs, Fortune 500, whether it's an agriculture, aerospace, appliance, anything like that, you can build a list quickly on using LinkedIn, just going to people that you know. So if you're going after ag like John Deere and then looking at similar companies on the right-hand side, if you're using Sales Navigator, you can do the same thing. LinkedIn will tell you, hey, here's some similar companies like this. And you want to build out your list like that to determine who are these strategic OEMs that I'm going after. Now, a lot of you may already have a list that you've been working for 10, 20 years uh, through different companies, or your company has provided with you a list like, this is who I want to get into. I've been in both sides of it. I've worked at industrial companies and the owners are like, the owner of one of the companies worked that said, I want to get into Pampered Chef. I, I want to make Pampered Chef products. So that was very strategic to them. Other people are like, I want to get more focused into John Deere. It doesn't matter whether you're in the situation where you don't know, you can quickly and easily figure it out, or you're company has already said, here's your group of accounts. These are who, who we want to get you into. You need to organize those accounts, hopefully in some sort of CRM system. But if you're old school and your company doesn't have a CRM system, then you're probably doing it on a spreadsheet. The first step is organize those lists together to make sure that you know exactly who you're going after. And there may be some people that are like, dude, I already know that, like get to the beef of it. Let's talk about the circle of influence. So traditionally you're trying to break into a company and you are saying, I know the decision maker is this person they're in they're the director or the vp of engineering or they're the commodity manager they're the global commodity manager i know that they're the decision maker and i want to go after them and you can do that but a lot of times those people are busy and you're whether you're email marketing to them calling them poking them on linkedin they're just they're so busy that you can't break through the noise that's out there of of pulling their attention away and they're never going to look at what it is that you're sending them, they're never going to pick up the phone and call you back. So let's talk about the circle of influence. The circle of influence is if that decision maker is right in the middle of, of a circle, you want to focus on everybody outside of that circle of influence that can provide influence to the decision maker. So if the decision maker is in the middle, you have to look at their entire team. If they're in commodity management, look at all the buyers, the sourcing people, the planners. If they're the director of engineering, look at all of the engineers below them. And you want to connect with, market to, call them, email market them, poke them on LinkedIn, build out your network to try and engage with them because those people may be easier to get a hold of and those people will then pass on your information to the decision maker. It could be in a meeting where they're talking about weekly meetings or issues that they're having with operations, with the plant floor. And one of the one of the guys or girls is like, hey, you know, I was talking to this guy, Joe, or the, I always see this content on LinkedIn from this guy. 
um, that I'm connected with and they, they have this product or this service, I think we should, you know, reach out to them and give them a call or, or set up a meeting to see if they can help us out with this problem. The whole thing is that you want to create cheerleaders within the potential customers that can do the selling for you to at least get you to have an initial meeting. In order to do that, you have to go outside of just the decision maker and go into the circle of influence. The other aspect of it is that you need to also look at other departments. So engineering and operations, they have meetings together. They talk all the time, whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. You can look at other departments heads. If you've got purchasing people and you know that those are decision makers, going through engineering, going through operations, sometimes even going through the sales and marketing channels can get you the information that you need to try and reach out to those people or get your, your name in front of them to get some sort of FaceTime. So the circle of influence is super important. And every single day when we talk to people, I, I ask them, who are you trying to go after? This company you're trying to go after, they're going, trying to go after Caterpillar, let's say. Well, I'm going after the, the director of engineering. I'm going after the global commodity manager of metals. And that's it. And who else are you trying to go after? Well, that's the decision maker. No, dude, that's a wrong approach. Continue to go after them. Maybe you'll get lucky enough. Maybe you'll break through and get a conversation with them. But you should also at the same time go after everybody. Think about it from this standpoint. If everybody in that department knew who you were, the service that you offered and the products that you provide, would that be beneficial? And most likely the answer is going to be yes, it would be beneficial to some degree, some level. So if that's the case, then you need to look at it from a standpoint like, I want to connect with everybody in this circle of influence to see if I can get information from them, to see if I can provide value to them and get them to sell and market for me internally into meetings that you will never be a part of. So it's focusing on trying to create cheerleaders of your brand inside that company by engaging with them. Now, if you try and go after the circle of influence and just connect with them and sell to them and market to them right away, it will not work and you will fail. You have to look at it from the standpoint that I need to try and provide value, create a piece of content for them, write an article. If you already have an article, a guide, something like that, and send it to them be like, hey, I think that you might get some value out of this and have a good rest of your week. And that's it. Don't try and say, and if you do, then call me because I want to sell to you because that does not work. Even from a marketing standpoint, if you do book time with me, I get messages all the time from people that say, you know, here's something that we help marketing agencies, whatever we help sales companies do whatever. And then it's like, and if you've got time, book 10 minutes with me right at the end, every single time. So it's like, here's something book time with me or just book time with me. So it has to be a two-way street where you're trying to provide value at some level. So that's really the step to look at the entire circle of influence, try and provide value to everybody, try and get everybody to know you multiple locations. It does not matter. You want to try and go after everybody all at the same time within your strategic account list. The next section we're going to talk about is a free offer. There have been a couple of times since I've owned MFG Tribe, the industrial marketing agency, that we've I've come across people. I'm like, man, you know what? That brand, that company, I would love to do their marketing for them. So what am I going to do? I want to do something for free to show them. I don't just want to say, hey, you, you do an industrial service. We're an industrial marketing agency. We do X, Y, and Z. We can help boost your brand, increase your revenue, blah, blah, blah give us a shout. I just was like, let's just create something free. So we did. We created a bunch of graphics because they were posting graphics to LinkedIn every day and they were kind of eh. And so I was like, we could do something better. Let's create four or five graphics and just shoot them over to them, their head of marketing and the owner of the company and be like, check this out. Use them if you want. We created them for free. I didn't say, and let's have a conversation. I just said, let we created these for you guys. I hope that you get some value out of them because that's what it's about. Go into it with no expectations saying, I'm going to provide this to you for free. 
I don't expect you to purchase from me. I don't expect a conversation, but I'm just trying to provide value. And sometimes that works, but a lot of times people go into like, I'm going to do this and they better purchase from me afterwards. Do you know how many times we've done that? Created graphics, created free offers, created uh, audits for people, and then nothing comes from it. We don't even get a response or the response is, thanks for sending and that's it. And then they never use it. We know it's better. We've heard from other people in the company that they had a conversation about it. They know that it's better. They want to use it, but it just doesn't happen. Then you can follow up and be like, hey, do you guys ever get you know some feedback on that thing that we sent you? And then you don't get the feedback or maybe they say, yeah, we loved it great. You know, maybe we'll have a conversation in the future. It's all about what can you do right now for somebody for free? And you guys may be thinking like, dude, I'm in, I'm a sales engineer. I'm a business development manager for a robotics integration company. Like I can't do anything for free. Yeah, you can. You can create some content for free, right? You can create a video. You can write an article for free. You can say, hey, I just want to do a quick audit of your machinery equipment. I'm in the area. Can I do a quick audit? And I'll give you this report at the end. Like you got to think outside the box of it doesn't have to be something that your company, your department, the engineering team, the estimating team, whatever, they have to create some sort of thing. Software engineers have to get involved. Keep it super simple. Maybe include one other person. What's something that I can provide to that specific company for that specific instance of what we do for free today or tomorrow and go out and do that. We're going through it right now. Nick's in the process. We, we had a company reach out and they're a massive company and we want to be their partner with what they reached out to us for. And, and so it's been going slow and it's a, it's, it's a slow discovery process and they're kind of dragging their feet. So I was like, you know what we need to do? We need to show them what we could do. Let's create some free video content for them based on the theory that we think that something should look like and let's send it over to them. And is that investing a lot of hours into it? It is like, it's not cheap. It's free for them. It's not free for us. But the upside of it is even if they don't go with us, We've given them some sort of creative idea on how they can take their content that they're currently doing and take it to the next level. And that's something that we are willing to do all the time for those companies that I'm like, yes, we want to do business with that company. Let's, what can we do right now for them for free to get them to pay attention to us? And you guys can do the same thing. You don't have to be in marketing to do it. You sales guys can do it all the time with capital equipment, audits, like let me provide you with this free conversion tool, mail them something like something in plastics that we used to do all the time is that we used to send engineers, design engineers, these little blocks that we would make that would show the thicknesses of ribs and holes. And what does it show on the opposite side of the surface as far as read through on the plastics and you plastics people know what I'm talking about. Those things were around forever. Everybody had their own little like Tetris block. And when you open it up, you can be like, oh, this is what a quarter inch thickness wall or rib looks like on the opposite side. It's pulling the plastic down because it's not able to cool. And so I could see it on the surface and you're able to show them that for free. And we would mail it to tons of people and have our logo on it. And those guys would be using it when they're designing plastic parts, they'd be using it to think of how they need to redesign it. And it's just a free tool, conversion tool, a calendar, like other things that we had is like Calculating the date, if I start a project on this date, what is 13 weeks from this date? Having the little dial wheel that we would use all the time and it would have the tooling company on top of it, their logo, like that's free stuff. As long as you put your brand behind it, they'll always have that. So you have to think about what can I offer for free to that company to get them to pay attention to you? Because that's all it's about. You're just asking for them to pay attention, right? Can I do a, can I do a LinkedIn Live and produce some free content that I could then share out to those people? Like we do free stuff every single week. And the purpose of it is to try and provide value to anybody that's watching it. Hopefully there's something that I've said so far and you're like, you know what, Kyle, I'm going to do that. That's a good idea.
and then it provides value to you. Now, if in the future you want to use our industrial marketing agency for your company, great. If you don't, don't. The whole goal of this is to provide value to you. And all we're looking for is people to say, yes, I got value. And then that means that what we're doing is actually working. So the next thing is going to be looking at strategic content. You've got account-based marketing, right? We're going after strategic OEMs. You're cold calling them, you're email marketing them, you're doing all the stuff, you're poking them on LinkedIn, you're still not breaking through. Can you create some strategic content that will get them to pay attention? That's the theme of this episode is you just want them to pay attention to you. You're like a needy kid that's just like, pay attention, pay attention. I'm being super needy. That's all you're looking to do is get them to stop, look at what you have to offer, for five, 10 seconds and see if it's of interest to them. And one way to do that is to create strategic content if, if that's relevant specifically to them. If you're going heavy after a specific company, John Deere, Case New Holland, Electrolux, Whirlpool, whoever it is, you're trying to go after that specific company. What if you create a content specifically for them where it's not even industry specific? It's not even, this is what we do for agriculture companies. This is what we do for the aerospace industry. This is what we do for mining. It's specific to their company where you don't need to put their logo on it, but you can. there's certainly creative ways to you, for you marketing people to create, take one of their products that looks similar and create a graphic around it and how you help solve challenges that that product or that that line of product categories goes through and how your solution can provide value to them or how something that it is that you could do can provide value. But creating very strategic, industry-focused, company-focused content because as they see it, whether it's through email, whether it's through uh, something that you send in the mail, whether it's through LinkedIn, if they see something that's very relevant to them where it's like that's damn near one of our products that looks exactly like the tractor that we produce and they're scrolling through LinkedIn. They see it. They're going to stop. That's all you're trying to do is get them to stop, pay attention. Hopefully the the copy is short and sweet and to the point. And then they're going to read into it a little bit further. Maybe they click a link. Maybe when you email them something, you're talking about something specific to them. It's a problem that they specifically have. And that is going to trigger the relevancy standpoint in their brain. They're going to be like, this is relevant to me. I want to click it and see it. This is different than everybody else that just goes in with the show up and throw up of whether you're pitching or sending out email marketing, which is like, these are our features and benefits. These are the things that we can do. This is everything that we can do for you. Pick one. And I'm sure that it can solve your problem. And I'm sure that you have a need for all these features and benefits. And a lot of times that doesn't work. You just want to focus like a conversation when you're going through sales. You don't need to go in there and say, here's everything that we can do for you. This is the, a whole laundry list of our services and capabilities. Nope, doesn't work. You need to ask them a question. What's two things that you're struggling with right now? For those of you that follow my content closely, you know that I'm very bullish against going in and showing up and throwing up on your pitch and just asking questions and then shut your mouth and listen for the answers. And then from that standpoint, once you listen to the answers, then you can then customize what you want to say around what is an actual problem that they're having. So think about that. How can you create strategic content that's hyper-focused, hyper-specific to an industry, a niche, to a specific company? If there's four companies you're trying to go after and you know those four companies are on your massive hit list and they can change your sales quota they can change your revenue trajectory for your business. You know you want to go after them. Then create four different pieces of content that's hyper, hyper focused, so niche down to their specific industry, their specific problems, and their whether it's a, a service or a product that they sell that you're trying to go after, so hyper focused on them 
and have the branding and the messaging match with that. That's really what it's all about. If you, you've already done the work of saying, I'm doing account-based marketing, I'm going after these strategic accounts, everything across the board has to match the messaging of going after those accounts all at the same time. So we appreciate you taking your time. Your time is valuable and we appreciate you taking your time to watch our content. You can go to the YouTube channel and see over 250 videos that we have up there of all stuff about industrial sales, technical sales, industrial marketing, and everything in between. Cause that's all that we know. And that's all that we do here on this channel. So as always, we come live twice a week, Mondays and Wednesdays. If you have questions that you want answered on Mondays, send your questions over to ask Kyle at mfgtribe.com. We go live at noon on both days. Please turn on your notifications. So you let, so it lets you know when we're coming live and we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.